I'm Kevin Casey. I'm a professional mixed martial arts fighter. And right now, what I'm about to do is issue a warning out to all other competitors. I don't want overs. I just expect them to happen. Fatty's gonna fatty is real. I like wood inside. Welcome to this week's edition of the MMA Analysis Podcast. I am not Lance. You guys are welcome. We kicked him off for Friday. He's on babysitting duty or some shit. Um, it's going to be Wes soon. Wes is going to have to uh, to suffer that fate. But for now, we've got him here. Friday night, Bellator's going on. Uh, there was just a, a hell of a fun fight between Paul Daly and Saba Hamasi. Uh, but you don't want to listen to Moro Ronaldo and Big John McCarthy because those guys suck. Uh, so tune in, listen to us for a blab about some fights for a couple hours. Uh, Wes will scream whenever anything good happens on Bellator. <laughs> so you'll know to, to look back over to either the YouTube feed, which apparently is like a minute and a half ahead of actual showtime. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll get you there. Uh, Sean. How's it going tonight? Tonight's all right. Life's a bit of a shit show. I'm trying to buy a house. Uh, that it's that is fun. fun isn't it's it? fun in a pandemic. It's fun in this environment where houses are going for just stupid prices. I thought people were broke <laughs> because fucking COVID, but houses are going like twenty, thirty grand for around here above like list price and shit like that. It's uh, mm. it's good good times. I went through the same thing last summer, so I, I feel your pain right now. I was like, yeah, we'll just hold off for a couple of months. There'll be people, especially because we live in a, a university town. So I was like, oh, there's yeah. definitely going to be people that have to sell because they don't have renters and shit and prices just kept going up. So we bought last yep. summer and we could yeah. probably sell this summer for like a hundred grand more. <laughs> Your housing market is up there. It's just absolutely Fucked. insanity. It yeah. And, and the house that I'm renting is, is my buddy's. And of course, he is selling his house right now because we're going to be out of here in a, a couple months. So you got so people that, coming yeah, in looking got at that. that people seeing it <laughs> during COVID. It's an absolute mess, man. Uh, yeah, that's why one of the reasons why I wasn't uh, on the show last week. But what can you do? Fun times, fun times. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I think I'm still logged in under your account. But whatever, we'll we'll figure it all out. I can end the broadcast anytime I want. So watch what you say. Power. Uh, Wes, how, how's it going? You, you got little Wes is, is sprouting up faster than you can shake a stick. <laughs> yeah, it's a yeah, busy time. Yeah, one of my busier times of the year. Um, yeah, that and trying to go to the, the doctor's appointments and all that and shit. That's trying to you know, squeeze in a casino trip here and there <laughs> in between those appointments. It's, I am a, it's a struggle, I'm a, man. I'm a couple of weeks out from my from my Bill Gates chip, so uh, we'll <laughs> we'll probably be taking a little trip. Maybe try to try to juice try to juice the the slot machines with my my inner chip. Maybe hit a jackpot or something. Uh, That's right. But yeah, yeah, just uh, yeah, crazy time of the year. So yeah, I Toronto and Ontario in general is an absolute shit show right now. Um, but. I live in one of the areas in Ontario where they earlier this week opened up the vaccine registration for everybody. So I'm registered. I'm ready. I'm waiting. (laughs) Like Bill, right here, baby. Right here. I'm waiting for it. Give it it to me, Billy. (laughs) 
Come on, Billy. I swear I won't buy any more Apple shit. Just give me. <laughs> That's right. So yeah, um, it, it's uh, it's fun times going on in Canada right now. We're we're the shit show we so often make fun of you guys for being. Um, but guys, yeah. stop shooting each other, please. Come on. Yeah, I, I mean, dude, it, love it or leave it. Like when you pry it from my cold dead hands. <laughs> yeah, seriously though, we 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 have a we have a gun problem. Just a little bit. Just a bit. Just, just, just a little, little bit. bit. Yeah. And I and I'm like, I, y'all y'all know me. I'm I'm all for the right to to own a gun, and I'm a gun owner. I own quite a few guns. Um, it it should not it should not be harder to drive a car than it is <laughs> to get a fucking firearm. Like that's just insanity. You'd think so. You would think so. But alas, here we are. Um, we we got some shit to talk about. We got a card coming up tomorrow. Weirdly enough, uh, not often we say that. Uh, that's only because we're late. As Hyper said in the chat, you know, we yeah. had to delay a couple days, get that extra tape study in, make sure that we give you guys nothing but winning bets, as we <laughs> always do. If you didn't watch like at least ninety minutes of just get Panay footage this week, then what are you really doing? I mean, it it's so relevant. Her fights from like her Adam weight fights from twenty thirteen and Invicta. I mean, that just translates yeah. right to to twenty twenty one. So yeah, coming off a four year layoff. OnlyFans videos. You were talking about her actual <laughs> fights. Uh, I I don't think I want to see the OnlyFans videos. There's there's a uh, lot of free content out there on the internet that yeah. uh, I would watch and would have to be taken down before I would go down that path. Very fair, very fair. Um, yeah, uh, crackstreams.is. Boom, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, that that that's mostly the the go to. We'll we'll talk a little bit about last week's card. It feels like it was forever ago at this point. Uh, I'm not even sure I remember most of the fights, but we'll get through that. Uh, we'll probably give you a little bit of live commentary as things happen in Bellator, although with it being Bellator on Showtime, we're probably not going to get another fight for 45 minutes or so. Um, so crazy. we'll see how that goes. And then, of course, we're going to break down this weekend's UFC Vegas 24. Yep. Um, yeah, Whitaker and Gastelum. So... Got a, a lot on the plate tonight. Uh, Rose Namajunas is a racist. Uh, I actually typed it into uh, Google Translate. And Namajunas, uh, when you translate it from Lithuanian, Nama means I hate. And then, you know, how the Lithuanians and Nazi Germany were, like, real tight together. Um, so in German, Juden is Jew. Uh, in Lithuanian, Yunus <laughs> is Jew. Uh, so it's I hate Jews is Rose Nama Yunus. That's, that's oh, her last name. Um, but, you know, we just bring you the hard-hitting analysis here. That's It's in the name of the show. That's, that's Straight facts, say. baby. We should have we seen it coming. We should have seen all this coming, right? I mean, it was right there in front of our faces. Yeah. I mean, people just have to use the tools that they have. Uh, I mean, the, the shaved tapes. head, the, the shaved head, the <laughs> I hate Jews in the name. I mean, fuck. 
<laughs> yeah, less tape study, more linguistics, people. More go. linguistics. There That's you what go. you need in this game. Uh, UFC on ABC2. Um, somehow, Marvin Vittori and Kevin Holland were a main event on ABC. And tomorrow, we get to watch Whitaker and Kelvin Gastelum on, I don't know, what is it for you, ESPN Plus? Yep. Just a little different. That's a, no. Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, you, you, you got to try and break into that, uh, that network TV market with bangers like that one. <laughs> Remember when that was a big deal going on network television? Oh, yeah. Now they put the dog shit fights. They, like, I know there was a, a cancellation and all that sort of stuff, but oof. They made a big deal about, remember when they went back to ABC, like a few months ago, whatever, like the whole Twitter world was like, oh, this is big. This is huge. It's like, do y'all remember Fox? I mean, they were, <laughs> they were literally on Fox for like years ago. Like, this is yep. huge. It's ABC. Like, so what the fuck you're giving them the tory yeah, on at, a fucking the of card they put out it was such a big deal and then compare that yep. with like the early fox cards <laughs> well, yeah those well, those cards were huge man they had like yeah. great fights on those cards now that i'm thinking about it i actually remember that the first abc card was the holloway qatar fight which yeah. good fight absolutely but the first Fox fight was Kane and JDS for the heavyweight title. Um, and then you had like a whole bunch of contenders fights. You had title fights on Fox in the lightweight division, the flyweight division. Like it's, it's not even a comparison to, to what's happening right now. Anyways, um, Marvin Vittori predictably took Kevin Holland down a bunch and laid on him and man like we're gonna go back in a couple of years and look at kevin holland and see that he beat jacare even like a 57 year old jacare and then lost a decision to brunson and lost a decision to vittori and lost a decision to whoever the next wrestler that he faces is going to be and just be like man what the fuck happened in that fight <laughs> Um, and and it was some stupid shit. Kevin Holland is not good. He's, he's not a he's not a good middleweight. And we got that COVID bump. We got some fades on it. And she, she gone at this point. <laughs> uh, Wes, any thoughts on this main event? Yeah, just that man. It's uh, Kevin Holland, like parlayed the COVID year into some pretty good shit. Like I'll give him that much, yeah. I guess, but he's bad. Like he's real. He's, he's just not good, man. Even on the feet, you know, we, we know Vittori's lacking a little like at distance and shit. And Holland was still like, could barely do anything, man. Um, yeah. I, Kevin, I, I don't even want to talk about Kevin Holland much anymore. Like that guy can, he can go on somewhere and fight it. Fucking, you know, wherever. Um, you know what? I, I enjoy Kevin Holland fights when he's fighting Charlie Ontiveros and <laughs> like whoever <laughs> Fluffy Hernandez and the other bums that he fought in 2020. I mean, um, to him and Darren Stewart throwing down was fun. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, uh, Kevin Holland doesn't need to be main event in cards against top seven, eight talent. Like, it is no, um, but Vittori, man, like, I'm. 
even watching that fight, I, we we still see what Vittori does well, and I think what Vittori does well could give Izzy some slight problems. I still want to see that fight again. I think there's a path for Vittori to win, and uh, I'd like to see if Izzy could could solve it because uh, he knows what he's going to do. Vittori's going to come in and try to rough him, but he does it well, man. He gets takedowns. He rough got he roughs guys up. Um, he can control controls on the ground pretty well. Um, he he works on the mat, throws a lot of punches, so it's an intriguing got, fight. Yeah, got the durability and the willingness to get hit to get through that first layer of Izzy's offense. So he yeah. uh, he seems like a total fucking meathead, but at he least is. He, he, it, he doesn't appear mm-hmm. to be. He yeah. is. <laughs> he he okay. He is a total fucking meathead, but. In the cage, the dude literally is very fucking smart. He, he knows what he does well, and he does it. And yeah, he's, him, he's self-aware. Of give him, give him props for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most most guys are not. Uh, Sean, thoughts on that main event? Not too much. Uh, this is the only fight that I'm pretty sure I picked correctly on Saturday. I got absolutely Ooh. slaughtered. Uh, <laughs> and even this fight I got wrong. I, I, I thought Vittori might be able to finish him. Uh Probably should have. Uh, Holland is tough. I'll give him that. Holland is tough, and he's got decent sub defense. Uh, He he was able to get out out of that arm triangle. Vittori wasn't just able to power power through it. He needed a little bit more technique. Um, But yeah, we're not surprised. We we (laughs) hated this matchup. We wanted like I know there was like no options for Vittori, but like literally anything else would have been better than this. Uh, It was. Absolutely. How did we how did we pass over that the garage man is getting his fucking title shot? Like how, how did yeah, we but know? I mean we can't, we already knew that and it's more sad news because we have to wait to fucking yeah. September to see yeah, it. Happen. I guess I I guess I probably shouldn't even have said none because fucking Jan's probably got COVID now. You probably <laughs> just got it addresses him. Blockwitz is just trying to just age glover as long as he that's can. Yeah, he can that's yeah, what it is. Him. He's scared. He's scared. All that means is more garage training. So Jan's just absolutely <laughs> fucked. What's the actual date of that fight? Because I mean, the other wrinkle is that my birthday is in late September, so it might yeah. just be a birthday present for me for for Glover to pick up that COVID weight belt. There, there's like very few very few fights and wins that would make me happier over the past couple of years that's up there then, oh yeah On september fight. 4th bradley oh it's it's too early in the month damn oh well we'll, we'll figure it's, it that's out september long weekend baby party yeah he's got COVID still labor day <laughs> um all right going from the the bottom of this card up real quick uh impa no hooks rear naked choke against dude who shouldn't be in the ufc um that happened anything yeah that choke was nasty that 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 was a that was a double digit piece choke (laughs) (laughs) um sean anything there no i mean uh Saw that whatever it was, I don't know what it was. It's over a thousand. That's uh, a pretty sick one. I, I think most people expected him to either win a decision or, or TKO somebody, but yeah, he, uh, no hooks. That's that's keeping it old school right there. <laughs> just raw power. Uh, uh, next up, light heavyweight division. Just just sadness all around. So I've got a theory. 
I blame this on the new trunks. Uh, Thick Willie, he had everything situated just right with his cup situation in the old Reebok trunks. And then they throw out these new Venom trunks. They got a different inseam. They got a different (laughs) junk seam. There's all kinds of different seams going on. The cup didn't fit right. It was throwing off his balance. Because if you'll notice, every one of those little outside trips that uh, Unhung landed was to the same side every time because the the cup and the shorts forced Thick Willie over to that side. So his balance was all off, made the takedowns easy, no contest. Uh, they're going to refund my bet. I already talked to uh, I already talked to Tony from the grave. Uh, <laughs> he, he said, no, we understand. Uh, there is some shenanigans at play here. Doesn't count moving forward. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't place my bet uh, at old uh, old Tony's establishment, so I didn't get a <laughs> refund. Uh, I'm kind of pissed, Brad. Um, yeah, that was sad. Uh, I don't think any of us really saw it going that way. Um, no. The unhung just pulls a rabbit out of his hat and just was able to good, wrestle fucking thick willy to death. Um, I don't know. I, th- I felt like if uh, Thick Willie had a little bit better game plan, he, he might have been okay. He was he was forcing shit, getting getting to put in, getting himself into bad positions to just get easy takedowns. The dude still showed good cardio. I mean, he got wrestle fucked for three full rounds, and and he was still had some gas in him, which is surprising considering. Uh, he took some punches too. Like he, like... yeah. Yeah. He was tagging dude at the start of the third round, I think. Yeah, the third. Uh, <laughs> threw yeah. in some hammers and then just ended up in the clinch again. And just that that step around outside trip, which we've already discussed. Don't need to to go through it anymore. Um, I feel like I feel like we all thought he was gonna probably get taken down, you know, once or twice. I don't think we thought he was gonna get taken down that many times. He's still by almost, the exact same takedown. Yeah. And he still almost powered out of those a couple times, dude. Like just one of those straight like uh Derek Lewis get off me like <laughs> fucking power ups. Like he almost got a couple Unhung is not good though, man. Like I, I saw some people immediately on Twitter that night, like, oh man, this this guy might not be bad. Look what he just did the Thick Willie. And it's like, man, did you watch the fight? Thick Willie literally like was running it. Chandra, he was so over aggressive and shit, man. Like, um, yeah, I'm I'm probably gonna bet Thick Willie next time at some plus money again, though. Like this is probably gonna get us a decent number on him once again. Yeah. Um, hopefully it's as, not a good as long as his opponent can't do the old inside trip <laughs> yeah exactly they gotta get those shorts fixed though man like when you I'm, got I'm telling you, when you can, yeah if you can't center up that that last like three or four inches and it's like, <laughs> off to one side he needs full circulation to keep that brain working I mean for, for a normal person not a problem for Thick yeah. Willie, you know how much of the center of gravity is located down there? I mean, dude, come on. I mean, the head this of that is... thing's like a rangefinder. Like, it's got to be centered. You know what I'm saying? He should have been the one testing these shorts because he would have yep. gave them a heads up. You know what? Those articles came out last week about the uh, the Venom owner being a little bit racist. And I think uh... this might just be another example of white supremacy at work. 
fucked up. Yeah. Not enough room. Not enough room. Can't handle the girth. All right. Next up, uh, I didn't see this fight, so you guys will have to comment on it. I had a little bet on uh, on Griffin by submission. Some people told me. Some people told me that it was like two seconds away from winning uh, in, in one of the rounds. I don't know if that's true, but I lost. And he lost uh, to Luis Saldana, who I still am not sure I've ever seen fight. Sean? Uh, I didn't see this fight. I still haven't watched this fight. Um, Wes. I did. I did see the outrage on on Twitter about this decision. So Wes will have to fill us in on that one. Yeah, it's. I can barely remember this fight, uh, but I do remember that I bet Griffin, and at the time, I thought he won the fight. Fair enough. I mean, you yes. bet him, so you, of course you thought he won the fight. That yep. doesn't. That doesn't really tell me much. Yep. Um, yeah. I I can't care enough about this to uh, to get worked up about it. Nope. Next up, bantamweight division, um, pretty decent fight between Jack Shore and Hunter Azur. Uh, I, you know, be, people always say this. Uh, I, I didn't think it was a split decision. Well, like of course you didn't think it was a split decision because you thought one guy either won or lost. You you don't have two votes. You can't split them. Um, I, I thought that the Jack Shore won this fight pretty clearly, but you know, good competitive fight. I think it was close, but it was fairly easy to score. In in my opinion, uh, these judges last couple of weeks they've been there's been certain really ones bad. slipping in some bad ones. It hasn't <laughs> completely fucked over most of the guys. It's just been like the odd one out, or even if it's like. Somebody gave like twenty nine twenty eight instead of a thirty twenty seven. People are like, "What the fuck is that card?" Like, I don't know what's going on. Uh, uh, the eyebrow razors. I don't. I don't know. Jack Shore's good, man. He's got some good skills. Uh, I think this was a good test for him. Azur's a kind of a well rounded, pretty tough guy, and he he looked good against him. Wes. Yeah, yeah. Sean, Sean's right on these cards. That's that's atrocious. Like it that it was. Closer, but it was clear. It was completely easy to score. Yeah, the past couple of weeks, we've had some, like Sean said, they haven't changed the outcome of the fight, but they've been like, what the fuck is, is are they looking <laughs> at? Um, yeah, I mean, Jack Shore is from fucking Wales. He's not from Britain. He can fucking wrestle a little bit. Like, the guy's got some skills, man. He out-wrestled and pretty much beat... Um, you know, a dude at his own game that does those things fairly well, and he looked way better. Like, nah, I like Jack Shore. Uh, I'm intrigued. Yeah, Jack Shore is pretty damn good. Um, we'll, we'll see what happens. Like, people can't even say we'll see what happens when he fights a wrestler now because, you know, Azur's a, a pretty decent wrestler and uh, look good in that one. Next up, the the big boys. I, I was on fatties here. I did not see. <laughs> I did not see this coming. But oh, up, yeah. hey, I, I <laughs> Sean had a you had a bet on Castro. Did Smart. you have a bet on Castro oh, in this one? I deserved. I deserved what I got for a bloodbath on Saturday because I parlayed <laughs> the Castro. There was an MMA play on the Castro strength. Bro, so yep. don't feel straight. How, how many? How many units? It was like two. Holy like shit! That's like fifty thousand Keltons. Yeah, it's like yeah. that's a lot of Keltons. <laughs> yep. 
Yeah, I uh, I did not see this coming, but this is uh, shitty heavyweights and dumb shit happens. Um, that's just a, a, a poor bet on my my part. I was just like, guy's been out for five years. He's he was shitty before. They had to be doing it's heavyweights. Like some... You can you can land. You need one punch and it's over. What are like talking about them? shitty heavyweights? This is the man mountain we're talking about. <laughs> I warned then, you last week. I said, I said DeCastro is not Hulk Hogan. He can't stand next to him. Did they have like a village of people training this guy over the past five years? Like, what, what the fuck was he doing? I, yeah. Jesus. He he looked well. He looked like he'd been, you know, taking his vitamins and he lifting his looked, weights. He looked Saying well. his prayers. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, yeah, that w- that was awesome. I-, I love when, like, I know you lost a bet, Sean, but I love when oh, stupid yeah, shit like that happens at oh, heavyweights. Yeah. It's amazing. Oh yeah, I lost. I, I, don't, I, I don't learn. My I lost a bet too. <laughs> we lost. We lost fatties, but when it happened, literally, like that was one of the wowest moments for me on that entire card. Like, oh, he like, was. That was a fuck? dead body. That yeah, was. Like, a... <laughs> yeah, it was. That, that was like crumbled. the the chuck fall behind yourself with your arm out and like dislocate your shoulder while you're at it too oh um yeah and that's that's part of the allure of betting fatties because if you lose the bet it's because something like that happens and if you win the bet it's usually like that too like usually when you lose it it, it's it's you lose it and like Mm -hmm. i'd rather get that than like ah they get sloppy and you lose it by like five seconds no just knock somebody out cold yep um yeah, that's fatties. That's what you get. Absolutely. Next up, um, lightweight division. Oh, kind of lightweight division. Uh, <laughs> the, the guy that, that everyone, he's so tall, man. How could he lose? He's so tall, and, and McDessie's old. Um, he sucks. Uh, this, this Baja boys, Baja men guy, um, he thinks that switching stances scores points. He's one of those guys. He's like, oh, man, I just switched stances on him. <laughs> what are you going to do, bro? Um, but, yeah, he has absolutely no striking defense. And uh, McDessie got hit a bunch in this fight, but he landed the way bigger shots, landed more of them, and put the put the lesson on the kid. Wes? Yeah. Yeah, he did, man. Uh, it's one of the few bets I hit. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> like, McDessie is one of the few I hit, man. Uh, yeah, he, he put the he put a bet lesson on the kid. Uh, he's always he's always been tough, man. I don't mm-hmm. think uh, he, he's ever been great or anything. But when you're fighting marginal dudes like this, who for some reason people are betting because he's fucking tall and young twenties and shit, like he didn't do much, like. I, I don't know. I guess he got hit quite a bit, but he always does. So, yeah, we'll we'll take the take the dog money on uh, McDessie and move on. Yeah, aggressive McDessie. I'm I'm here to watch. Uh, Sean, anything on it's, that? He's one? fun. Yeah, it's fun. You're a heightist, Brad. It's it's not very nice. You, you got I, I absolutely <laughs> am. It, it's it's going to come out in this card too. I'm sure. <laughs> Oh yeah, I, I don't get the old split decision on this one. I don't know how you can find yeah, that's, two rounds oh, for, God, yeah, for the tall right. guy defense. Yeah. Uh, I will. I hope they put uh, him up against somebody with actual power because 
we could see some some beautiful uh, tall guy defense on display. It's probably going to be meme worthy. So now that fun. James Vick's gone, we need somebody know, to take need... the play, take his place. The YMCA is coming back around, man. You got to keep this, uh, keep it going. Uh, a knockout I did not expect was from the pillow fisted Mateus Gamrot, but Holtzman. Uh, when the chin is done, the chin is done. And my goodness, is the chin on Scott Holtzman done. Sean? Yeah, I had Gamrot by decision, of course. Uh, <laughs> so we see absolutely real knockout for Gamrot. Uh, yeah, I I thought Holtzman could, could keep it together against Gamrot, but uh, obviously I was wrong and... Seems like he, a, a strong wind will knock out the old Holtzman <laughs> these days. So uh, I guess he that's could early. To, he could early. Yeah, but it didn't last. So no, uh, that'll be something to look for in the future. I think Gamrod's decent. Uh, he might be boring, uh, but he wasn't on Saturday. He's, he's too small for lightweight, man. He looked little in there next to Holtzman. Holtzman's little. pretty big, though. Yeah, Holtzman's pretty big, but I don't. It, He's, he can't make 45, though. Holtzman's <laughs> like that. Not against this guy, he wasn't. No, no. no he's not. I'm saying, like, whenever they stood side by side or, like, they were both profile to the camera, one was, like, a sheet of paper and one was, like, an encyclopedia. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wes, anything to add on that fight? Nah, just not, I said it last week. Holtzman's chin is done, man. Uh, yeah, you're, absolutely. You're getting, you're getting knocked out by this guy. It's, it's over. Yep. Uh, lightweight division, this sucked. Um, it was a round of Jim Miller in top position, and then, you know, it was rounds two and three. So, of course, Jim Miller was not in top position, and the other guy was in top position and did absolutely nothing against uh, one of the more tired fighters you're ever going to see in your life. Uh, Selecki gets a decision. Should we move on? Yeah, that's that's a bad look. Not being able to finish uh, with that much top control and how gassed he was—that's bad. Yeah, I lost a good little chunk on this fight going to a decision. Oof. Yeah, I, I didn't love that. Um, Selecki—he's either won every fight in round one or gone to decision, um, and it seems like there's no in between with that dude. I um, thought I thought that was what was going to happen. Hilmer Miller was going to get us uh, the first round. Yep. Just, they were both so focused on uh, not letting their opponent get their stuff that nobody got anything. Um, in a fight where one guy got a lot of offense, Daniel Rodriguez, <laughs> unanimous <good>. decision <laughs> against Mike Perry. Um, I mean... Our, our reasoning, our reasoning for betting Mike Perry is that he was going to be in shape, and he was going to come to fight, and he, he was in shape. He was in uh, shape. I don't know if he was motivated. <laughs> he he came to get punched in the face for fifteen minutes. My goodness, um, yeah, that dude is. I, I don't know what you do with him at this point, Wes. His his nose is Roy McDonald level at this point too. Like it's done. It's gonna get destroyed every that was single fight. Too that was yeah. early. 
yeah, I, it's done. Like his nose is going to get broken every single time he fights. Um, I don't know, man. Like, I guess he tried for a couple takedowns and he got one, but, you know, uh, yeah. Rodriguez got up fairly easy, but he had to get takedowns. And, I mean, he even said after the fight, was like I, I don't know man i used to be good at this like i don't know if you was ever really really good at it mike but you was better than this i don't i'm thinking the same thing what the fuck happened mike used to be halfway decent at this. like i don't know man because he did he looked he looked in about as good a shape as we've seen him in a couple years uh we talked about it. he was at an okay camp now um but man, that's that's one of the roughest, like just straight up fifteen minutes of ass whooping that that you'll see. So uh, Mike Mike Perry's got to go on the list for a little bit. Stay away from that dude. Uh, I don't know what to think about Rodriguez though. After that, I don't really know what that tells you. He he literally got to fight a fucking sparring partner and fuck him up. That's what that looked like. And when that sparring partner can take you down pretty easily and stay on top of you for a while, like I know eventually he got back to his feet. Yeah. Uh, but when he can stay on top of you for a while, that's that's not a great sign. Uh, if he fights somebody that grapples him, uh, I'm I'm fading. Sean. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah, he's got decent striking, but that grappling's terrible. Uh, Perry was showing off that. Uh, rock solid chin that he's got and he is gonna <laughs> put that thing to the test in the next Ooh. bunch of fights because he has regressed horribly on the feet um when that yeah. chin goes it's gonna be sad to watch it's gonna be because he gets hit a lot next up we've got a straw weight fight and i i tried to warn some people before this fight uh, I, I know I said that uh, Ansarov had the, the skill set to win, but she had a baby more recently than Mackenzie Dern had a baby. Yeah. And that's it. I, I don't know what baby. else you need to know. That's, yeah. Um, do, do either of you have any, like, Dern looked good in this fight. <laughs> Yeah, she, she, she actually got, got a takedown. <laughs> she got a takedown. She landed some strikes on the feet, <laughs> and she she took down. You know, however we think about this this level of fighting, she took down a chick that actually had decent takedown defense. Got her on board. Like if she can have any sort of wrestling, offensive wrestling, to get it to the mat, she's a yep. problem. Like she really is. She looked great. Yep, Sean. Anything. Not, not too much. Basically, if, if she gets to the ground, she's a problem. If she doesn't, she's going to get lit up. So it, it depends. I mean, I guess Rebus was in her guard for a while and, and didn't get subbed and stuff. But I don't know. I wouldn't play there too long. She seems to be figuring out the, the grappling in MMA pretty well. Yeah. And it's a whole different story when it's her in top position. Yeah. That's not a good look for anybody at 115. Middleweight division. Uh, this was a fun one. Uh, Julian Marquez uh, did some smart things um, and then decided to start just like winging hooks with Sam Alvey and all of his blocks <laughs> knocked off uh, and then came out in the second round and, and just put it on Alvey and um, very, very meme worthy choke. So I'll, I'll let Wes talk about the end of this fight. So good. <laughs> 
Yeah, I what it, I said something like, uh, yeah, it's me drinking all night after a car and then going to the fridge for the leftover pizza, but the white thing got it. <laughs> That's Alvy's face when he's like, what's <laughs> the look on my face? Yeah, that, hey, that was fun though, man. Like, say, like, Alvy, it's crazy. He's kind of like, the past couple years, he's in insane fights now. Like, mad shit happens in <laughs> Alvy fights. Now, it used to be the dude just did nothing, circle through a punch. Um, yeah. It's most of the time him getting his shit pieced in, which is, Still pretty pretty fun. Um, Albie did look like dude looked in shape too. He's almost like Perry coming in his fight, man. Like the dude actually looked in really good shape, ready for his fight. Um, yeah, I, I think Marquez is is okay, but man, he 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 might be urinal cake level, dude. Like he just <laughs> he does some dumb shit at times. Like uh, Albie tagged him in that fight, man. So um, yeah, yeah, fun fight. Um, uh, this is one of the few fights I got right, and um, yeah, I guess uh, we'll see what they do with Marquez. Man, it, it seems like he's gonna be in fun fights, uh, whether he's getting his ass whooped or not. So. I mean, for his sake, I hope they give him anyone but a wrestler. Sean, I was not a fan of how this fight went down. Uh, <laughs> I I laid some heavy juice on over one and a half, and then uh, I took over two and a half as well. I was, I was hoping for a little less chaos, a little more, you know, boring, low volume, maybe some cage control. This was just an absolute brawl. Uh, yeah, this not a good look. Look, here's the thing: if, if you're gonna come in that kind of shape and still just get absolutely annihilated, and really the only reason you're sort of in the fight because the guy you're fighting is an absolute moron and takes the hardest path he he could possibly take um you should probably just hang him up sam alvey uh marquez is still a fade he's how, he's how much is uh is sam alvey getting paid for each time he shows up these days because like 50 50 i mean 50. he he was actually getting a decent check yeah. the last time I saw. He was getting more than, than most of those fucking mooks on the undercards. Absolutely. He's probably getting another, like, uh, $52,374 from Venom, too, now that they, you know, raised it just below the inflation level. Uh, so he made, co-main event. He made 65 back in 2020 at, at UFC 2, uh, 249. Yeah, so that's... it's somewhere in that range, probably. Yeah, I mean, he's making 60, dude, 60 70 grand. All, all things considered, if he's got a 60 and 60 contract, that's pretty fucking good. <laughs> like, <laughs> that is not bad to be Sam Alvey. You might as well say you're going to get 60. <laughs> For the amount of people that Sam Alvey brings in, that's an all right deal. Um, I mean, I wouldn't take it for brain trauma, no. but <laughs> hey, I'm also not someone that's decided to get punched in the head for a living so take that for what it's worth finally co-main event actually good fight featherweight division arnold allen this is not how i expected this to go with arnold allen being the guy that was losing rounds and then landing the big shots to win rounds uh but that's how it turned out and yeah not uh, not too bad takes the unit's decision over Sadiq Yusuf. Um, always like to see Team Lloyd Irvin guys lose. Rape Irvin. So that's, that's a plus. Um, 
not sure if you guys have anything to add on this one. I add Yusuf. He won most of the fight, but when he was not winning the fight, he was losing it badly. (laughs) Yes, he was. Uh, Both these guys are pretty good. Um, We'll see what what both of them can do going forward. But um, yeah, they're both pretty good for young guys. Uh, Yeah, I I just happened to switch to Yusef. I was kind of back and forth on this this fight, but... um... Man, I, I've liked Allen a lot, man. And I, the, the first time I kind of went on the other side of him, um, I think the kid's good, man. Um, I I did kind of think it was going to play out the opposite way, though. Allen went around and Yusef landed him the big stuff to to maybe steal him. Um, Allen's good, man. Um, I think they're both pretty good. So, yeah, looking looking forward to, to, to watching both of them. I mean, Allen's always been one of those guys that he needs moments to win fights. Um, against some lower-level guys, he can win rounds. But, you know, you go back to his win over Mads Burnell, who, uh, for some reason, one of the best fights on the Bellator card was happened Better. at, like, 545 yeah. <laughs> um, this evening on the, the prelims. Um, but like lost two rounds and then managed to win that fight. He, he's done that a few times, uh, Alan Omer, I think. So it, it's going to be interesting. I, it, it's very hard to trust, but somehow he's done it consistently. So uh, interesting look for Arnold Allen moving forward, but definitely very talented kid, still young. All right, that does it for UFC, whatever that was. <clears throat> moving on to this week's card, UFC Vegas 24. Kicking it off in the bantamweight division, we have Tony Gravely taking on Anthony Burchak. Sean, start us off. I thought Tony Gravely was pretty good. I kind of had to pull back the reins a bit after his last fight um, against DeFreitas. I, I, I thought he would be able to, you know, just absolutely control that guy on the ground and, and take an easy win and it was not an easy win. It was uh, fairly close. Um, in this fight, I think he's better. I, I just don't think Anthony Burkacek is, is that good. Uh, Gravely's probably going to get a ton of takedowns. Uh, I think he can can not get subbed from, from Burchak's guard. Uh, guard. Um, might be a boring fight. Uh, the pick is Gravely, but I don't know. Uh, I got some red flags with that guy. He's uh, not as good as I... Had hoped he was, and at three twenty-five, it's a bit scary to lay. Wes, yeah, I, I do think Gravely's better at this point. Um, Sean's right, though. There is there is some red flags about the guy, but I, I think he can get takedowns here. Um, I, I don't think much of Burchek anymore. Um, he just this guy hasn't really looked great in forever, maybe. Um, yeah. I haven't I don't I don't know if I can lay that juice on greatly here though, but uh him by decision is like plus two thirty or something around there. Um I, I could I could see him just grinding on, on Burchek on the mat, getting takedowns each round and, and just kinda doing that for fifteen minutes. So uh if I play anything, it'll it'll probably be greatly by decision, but I, I haven't made any bets on this fight. Uh Gravely's the pick. I'm leaning the same way as Wes in this one. Uh Burchak's always been that kind of guy that sort of brings violence early in fights 
Uh, and if he doesn't get guys out of there early on, then he's kind of in trouble. The The last fight in the UFC was kind of the outlier. Uh, I'm not sure other than that one and when he got like heel hooked by Ian Entwistle in like six seconds, yeah. uh, how many times he's really gotten blown out of fights early. So I, I can see him coming out and trying to throw some stuff and, and having some success early because uh gravely i i don't think he's great um but even though burchak's like a arizona state wrestler or wherever he ended up wrestling uh, i think he was with like kane and a bunch of those dudes when at bader when they were all at uh asu like his mma wrestling not great he ends up getting taken down a lot uh, i think that gravely's going to end up on top of him a bunch in this fight not really sold uh, on gravely's finishing ability so Getting plus 240, plus 250 on uh, the guy who was the very likely winner. Uh, I, I like that by decision. So might end up throwing that in a little round robin. But Anthony Graves or Tony Gravely is the pick. They're, they're both Tonys in this one. Very oh, confusing. Tony very confusing. Tony. Next up, we got lightweight division. Tell me which of these nicknames is worse. <laughs> Austin... Thud Hubbard or Dakota Harry Bush? Sean? The, the Bush. I mean, it's... it's. Uh... Sir, his, his father's name was Harold. His grandfather's name was Harold. His great-grandfather's name was Harold. He's just paying homage to the family. How could you say paying something like that? Pairing respect. Uh, I might have to change my answer then if, it, if it's an homage to his, That's to his right. father's and his father's father. Um, Hubbard's like is decent. He kind of reminds me a bit of uh, Brian Barberina uh, when he was kind of overcoming a bit. He, he's fairly durable, takes some shit early, might get taken down a bit, but he's going to make you work for it um, if, if you do get takedowns. And he he just continually makes you work. So if you better have a good fucking cardio, uh, if you if you're gonna take out him, um, or you gotta just finish him early, which not that many people have been able to do. Um, I think he can just kind of wear down Dakota Bush and and end up either finishing late uh, a tired out Bush or, uh, or or get a decision. I, uh, I put Hubbard in a parlay with Usman next uh, week at minus 106 for a unit, and I uh, sprinkled 0.2 units on Hubbard round three at plus 1,800. Wes? Yeah, I, I give Hubbard a good shot uh, lighting this fight over a, over a beat-up bush, kind of kind of wearing down. Um, yeah, uh, Sean kind of – I kind of agree with a lot of what he said there. Um you know, Bush has, has probably got to get him out of there early. A, a lot of his wins have, have come in the first round when he's gotten guys out of there. I'm just not sure Hubbard is one of those guys that he's been finishing like that. Hubbard's he's tough, man, and uh, he's going to put a pace on him. So uh, if this gets into the second and third round, I think Hubbard can take over. Um, yeah, he, he's going to be my, my pick here. I, I haven't. I haven't bet anything on Hubbard. Uh, that that round three is actually kind of nice. I could absolutely see Hubbard getting um, some kind of late finish uh, in this fight if it gets to that point. So um, I, I might look at that, but uh, no, no bet. Hubbard is the pick. 
Yeah, I'm, you know, normally I'd be all over the, the round three, but Hubbard has been out-wrestled in all of his fights. Um, the He won two fights in the UFC. One was against a Canadian guy, so doesn't count, obviously. Awesome. Uh, and then the other was against uh, a dude that came in on six days notice who gassed out completely and quit on the stool. So as much as people want to act like he was beating the shit out of Max Roshkopf in that fight, and that's what make Roshkopf quit, like he won the second round. It, it wasn't even a 10-8 round. Um, that dude was just a quitter. So I definitely don't think Hubbard gets the the finish here unless Bush is also a complete quitter. And I I definitely think Bush is going to win the first round. So if you want to bet Hubbard here, maybe wait. Um, See if you can get something live after the first round because you might get even or you might get a little bit of plus money. Um, I definitely see the, the argument for Hubbard coming back and winning rounds two and three. But I could also see him getting finished uh, early in the first because Bush is a better athlete. He, he's more dynamic. I uh, can't really trust anything here. So I'm going to end up staying away from it. Even, you know, when, when a plus 1800, um, which is Hubbard round three, doesn't appeal to me, then that's probably saying something. Uh, this dude is one of those guys that his toughness is his best attribute. And I don't think he's all that good outside of it. Moving up to the middleweight division, we got the the fabulous Bartinsky taking on a meerkat, uh, a middleweight against a welterweight, and the welterweight is definitely going to out wrestle the middleweight. But then what happens, Wes? Yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of. Kind of leaning though, uh, the old Fabianski here. Um, yeah, I do think this is just gonna end up being some sloppy shit, and I guess it's who can 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 get that takedown and be on top more in this fight. Um, I just think Fabianski can can keep a better pace than Meerkat at this point. I think Meerkat's gonna fade in this fight. Um, that's if like like. Fabianski doesn't have like some kind of great power or anything, man. But I mean, is Meerkat's chin just absolutely shattered at this point? Like he's been—he be. <laughs> got been, knocked out by the goat, man. Come on, but he got—he got fucked up by Hanish, and <laughs> yeah, I, I give him the goat. I'll give you the greatest of all time. <laughs> that, that's just there. There's no shame in that. Um, but yeah, I just I think it's more that Meerkat's gonna fade in this fight, and I know uh, Fabianski's gonna be pushing it for 15 minutes here. I, I think he could win the second and third round and probably get a decision here. So I, I'm gonna pick him. Um, trying to talk myself into a bet on him. Uh, I'm not sure I can trust any money on either of these moves here. So um, no no bet as of right now. But if I play anything, it's it's gonna be Fabianski. Sean? This fight screams pass, uh, for me anyway. Uh, there's just lots of red flags. You got Favinsky coming up. Like you said, Brad, he's probably still going to be able to take down Meerkat. 
if he does, then he also likes to be subbed from guard. Uh, <laughs> if he doesn't take him down, then Meerkat's the way fight. better striker, and he's the way better sp- striker. But Fabinci terrible can wing something and hit that chin, and it's over. Like this is an absolute <laughs> just fucking stay away and watch and hope something fun happens. Uh, I I'll pick. Fabinski, I guess, like it's this is the definition of a coin flip. Uh, I'll, I'll be very curious to see how this ends up because very dumb MMA shit could could happen very easily in this fight. Yeah, um, plot twist: Meerkat comes out and he's just the bigger man, and he muscles out of those takedown attempts and keeps standing, piecing him up, and then gets knocked out. Oh, it gets flatlined. <laughs> flatlined. Absolutely flatlined for the third um, fight in a row. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't bet this one. Like, if you're going to bet it, I I guess take a shot on the plus money where you can find it. Um, or you can do, like, uh, Fabinski decision or Meerkat subs, like, plus 225, I think I saw. Um, those are probably the two ways it happens, but... Honestly, man, I, I don't trust anything here. I hope that it's going to be fun. I think it's probably going to suck. Um, but, hey, what can you do? It's uh, a UFC prelim in 2021. Speaking of <laughs> UFC prelims in 2021, we got Jessica Pasta Panay. Uh, and she is past a prime too. If you you know if, if you know what I'm talking about, um, taking on Lapita Godinez. Um, but before we break down this fight, I just got to make sure that Lapita's done cleaning the kitchen before I let her fly to Vegas to uh, to fight. The- <laughs> hey, Lapita, you, you good? Okay. Oh my god. Como estás? Um, uh, yeah, um, oh, feeding that home. Oh. <laughs> and this is this is a fight, Sean. Penny was looking watched in 2017 and she hasn't fought since. Uh, so I can only imagine how bad she's going to look. Uh, the flip side is there's a Canadian and she's like a minus 250 favorite as a fucking debuting fighter. So uh, this is just going to be stay away. I'll, I'll pick the Canadian to win, but there's no chance in hell I would ever uh, have money on a on on this situation. Wes? Uh, I'm going to pick the, the dog in Toutmaster because it's a, a women's fight. And <laughs> you I'll- do. I want my money nowhere near this. All right. Nobody ever gets suspended for four years unless you're doing some real shit. So Jessica Penne is going to show... I mean, look at show, her. She's doing the good good. She's going to show up. She's been taking the super soldier serum for like three straight years. She's going to show up and just like toss this chick out of the cage. She's been, um, she's been in the same area that that old Dano's been at, ain't she? They're like training <laughs> together or some shit. That's right. Yeah. Um, so, man, um, this uh, this, this go, Godiva chick is 
uh, minus three whatever favorite based on not no hyperbole here beating the shit out of a stripper. That's, she did that on LFA. She beat the shit out of the stripper. Now she's a minus 300 favorite on a UFC card. Um, if if you want to bet that, you can. Um, I'm also not betting Jessica Panay because it's Jessica Panay. But this is, yeah, yeah another one to dog walk. Could be dog walk time before we get to the the real stuff. And uh, man, the the way they've organized these prelims makes me so <laughs> mad. Yeah, because after this one, we have an incredible heavyweight fight. And just then. the exactly, and then um, just just classic heavyweight subs only key locks. Straight arm bars, scarf holds, forearm chokes, maybe. Just, I mean, if we see another no hooks, rear naked choke in this one, would anybody be shocked? Uh, Alexander Romanov, the dynasty, taking on Juan Espino. Wes, uh, try and break this one down, man. This is this is a thing. Yeah. I think most people think this is just going to be two big dudes that are, are kind of going to stand up and maybe do a lot of nothing for a little bit. Um, I'm I'm hoping that's the case. I'm hoping I'm seeing a little staring and some, some circling in this fight because um, I think most people know where, where we're going uh, in this mm. spot. And uh, I will be taking a little of that, that fatties. We got a, a true one and a half here on some – some big boys that are big in all the right places that you, you need for a, for a fatty's gonna fatty. Uh, yeah, also I, I like Romanoff in this spot, man. I I, I think Romanoff is is good. Like I, this is a, a pretty good test for him to see because Espino's not bad. Um, he is getting up there even for heavyweights. He's forty now. Um, he's probably still got six or seven years. Don't get me wrong. Absolutely. He is a heavyweight, but, uh, Romanov's 30, man. He's, he's 10 years younger than this guy. Um, I, I do think if it, if it does get to the mat that it's going to be Romanov on top and threatening with some of those crazy chokes, the guy does seem to have. So, um, I, I like, I like fatties a little more in this spot. I will be betting that the over one and a half. And, uh, I'm probably going to put a small bet on Romanov because I, I think the guys could be, he could be pretty good. So, uh, rolling off for me. Sean? I'm one of those people that think this is going to be a shitty heavyweight kickboxing <laughs> fight when uh, neither of these guys can get each other down or they get them down and they get up again pretty quickly. Uh, and then we're going to get sloppy. And, uh, and Espino by TKO, he has like one TKO win. Uh, it was plus 700. It's they're they're fat. Somebody can get knocked out. <laughs> no, Spino's uh, not knocking anybody out, bro. Man, it could happen. You, you, if this gets shitty kickboxing, uh, heavyweight fatties, you know, <laughs> pushing pushing late into the the second round, you you never know. Uh, it, it's hard to know how how good either of these guys are because they've done what they've supposed they're supposed to do against shitty heavyweights. 
I don't know what you can take from that. Uh, Romanov is younger. Uh, I'll I'll pick the old man. He, he he's old, but he has not fought much. He's 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 got some skills. I, I think uh, Romanov's got that "ov" in his name. He might be getting a little too hyped up. <laughs> I think he's definitely getting a little too hyped up. Um, you know, it, it it's one thing to take down Roki Martinez a whole bunch <laughs> and land a just bunch of hammer him. fists you from him. <laughs> yeah, you, you just need to make him change directions and he falls yeah. over. <laughs> um, so that's one thing. And yeah, the fact that he was able to keep up that pace and, you know, land a bunch of ground and pound and eventually get the sub. Sure. Uh, fine. That's, that's whatever. The fight against Delima, that one really did not inspire confidence. I uh, came out, like, shot an early takedown off a kick and, and got it. Um, didn't really end up doing much with it. And then he really stalled out trying to get takedowns against Delima. Uh, as soon as Delima got any sort of underhook in the clinch, Romanov's wrestling was kind of useless. Wes, he doesn't get the stoppage. You don't have to, to be too worried. Uh, <laughs> fucking Brad. Uh, I, I gave it enough time that it would be close to the end of the round anyway. Holy shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that was... So I think he's going to be able to shut down Romanov's takedowns at least early. And neither of these guys really knows how to strike. Uh, uh, Espino has a big reach advantage. Romanov, the only thing I've seen out of him, he throws like a decent body kick uh, in some of his fights. Uh, didn't mean anything against Roque Martinez, because how are you going to get through all that shit? That dude's the paint of T-shirt in the pool. Um, so, yeah, I, I kind of think that this is going to stall out in the clinch, stall out on the feet. We're going to get some fatties. And I also, uh, in addition to the fatties bet, minus 120 over one and a half, I, I've got a little bit on Romanov by decision at plus 550. Because I think that line's just uh, a little bit out of whack on this one. And I think he's going to start to get top position later in the fight. But Espino knows how to grapple, unlike the other dudes that he's fought. So I don't think he's going to be able to get a forearm choke or something silly like he's that. He's a good, he's a really good wrestler too. Exactly. So that's why I think he's going to be able to stall out those takedown attempts. Featured prelim question mark flyweight division. Um, dog walk question mark. <laughs> uh, honestly, I might have to just go on a dog walk, but take my iPad with me hotspot from my phone to my iPad for the fatties fight and then turn it back off for the rest of the dog walk until we get back. So we'll see. But uh, half dog walk. <laughs> that's that's normal for me. That, yep. That's what we do. How do you yep. how do you think I stay so slim and trim, Sean? Uh flyweight division, Tracy Cortez, did she miss weight too? Yeah. I heard, I heard that she missed weight. Yeah. Uh, they ended up canceling that one fight, didn't they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we didn't even talk, talk about, about that. That's not a real fight. <laughs> no, uh, dude, or they was like, what, 19 pounds over or some shit like that? She, she was getting to, to rumble weight territory in that well, one. Well, everybody thought that that was going to be a, a bantamweight fight. And then all of a sudden, oh, no, 
comes out and it's a catchweight fight. Even though she missed that by like eight pounds. Yeah. She would have lost like she would have missed by like eleven pounds bantamweight. Instead she just missed eight pounds of the catchweight. Like fuck. <laughs> oh, peak MMA. Good stuff. Absolutely. But um yeah, we have Tracy Cortez taking on Justine Kish, uh, who is apparently still in the UFC in twenty twenty one. Wes. Um Tracy Cortez is actually decent. Uh, she is, Kish, she can wrestle a bit. Kish sucks. She can't wrestle. She's probably going to yeah. be on her back a lot in this fight. Um, do I want to lay minus 300 on a chick fight? Absolutely not. Um, I'll take Cortez, and that's all I got. Sean? I really don't have anything. I was, like, trying to angle. I was like, should Kish be this big of an underdog? And probably. Uh, the yeah. chick's dropping down in weight. She missed weight. She's still going to be bigger. She's going to outgrapple Kish. Supposedly, that's what Kish was supposed to be good at, but except she's not good at it. So. Oh, my God. Cor- Cor- yeah, Cortez is, should win this fight. Kish is also not good at striking. Um, so, yeah, there's, so there's that. Um, yeah, Cortez... Oh. So, so Corey Anderson isn't bad when he doesn't get knocked the fuck out. You know, Turns out. He's yeah. not bad. Also he when get... he's fighting a guy that's probably a middleweight. Also, yeah, not everyone that the, is Russian can wrestle. The, the, middleweight, the middleweight actually kicked him in his neck in the first round, yeah. too, and about knocked him out. He was out. dancing. He <laughs> yeah. was dancing. Yep. Um, yeah, I've, I've got Cortez in this one. Uh, I think I've got like a a weird parlay of Cortez by decision, uh, somebody in the first round to be named later, and somebody else by decision to be named later, just because I don't have a lot of bets on this card, so threw some wacky shit together. Um, I, you know, Justine's Kish, Justine Kish's career is really down in the dumps these days, so you know, you, you got to watch out for what's coming out there. And there's just going to be takedowns, uh, a bunch of takedowns. Cortez actually seems to know how to set up shots, um, which is probably confusing to her opponents because they've never seen that before. Um, she, she takes decent Instagram photos as well. So she's got that going for her, which is probably why this is minus 300. Um, but I, I don't think it's all that wrong. Moving up to the main card. In the lightweight division, we have, oh my god, this guy's so tall, Luis Pena. Uh, Sean, I'm sure you're a fan of him, taking on Alex Munoz. So he's, uh, all he's, uh, he's tall and does the pots. I'll let you start off and, and defend uh, your, your tall guy in this fight. I may have been one of those that got sucked in by the cool nickname, the hair, and, and all that fun stuff. But uh, it, it's already been a while since that has happened. Uh, I was able to uh, to cash late on old uh, Comma Worthy last time. Bob Ross just not that good. Uh, mm-hmm. his, his grappling is not that good, and especially when he's on the bottom. And I think that's where he's going to end up in in this fight. Uh, Munoz is, is a good wrestler. I know he didn't have much success against Hackbarass, but Luis Pena has much, much worse takedown defense than uh, Hackbarass. Hackbarass um, is actually good. <laughs> yeah, he's actually a good fighter. Really good. Um, 
Yeah, so I mean that's that's not a bad loss, uh, especially on short notice for for Munoz. Um, I think he can take down Luis Pena. I don't think he's gonna get caught, and I think he's gonna win a a pretty easy decision here. Um, I just played him by decision. Uh, I might add tomorrow or tonight uh, just a straight playing him, just because I probably should have straight money on him just in case something dumb happens. I got plus 285 on the decision. I put a unit on that. Uh, I think this is just a really bad stylistic matchup for, for Bob Ross. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he can keep it on the feet, but I just don't see it happening. Wes? No, he, he can't keep it on the feet. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, and then when he's on the mat, on the back, he he, he goes for all these subs. And just you're, He's never going to land any of this stuff, man. It, it's all soft shit that uh, the guy doesn't. He's tired. He'll, he'll, yeah, they'll put up low percentage shit, and, and instead of working to get work back and, up. A, and a, a decent wrestler is going to be able to fight through that stuff and, and keep position. Yeah, and instead of using that energy to try to work himself back up, get an underhook, try to reverse, he goes for dumbass subs and, and uses all his all of his energy up. Um, he's not great on the feet. I just, um, yeah, he got overhyped, man. Like he, he really did. Um, I, I think. Uh, uh, Munoz ran into a a really good fighter on short notice for his UFC debut. I think that's the big thing here. Like Hasbrad is fucking good. That guy's a really good fighter. Um, th- this dude's gonna wrestle pain up, man. Um, I- I'm just taking him straight uh, plus one thirty, right around there. Probably sprinkle on that decision too. I think Pain is probably um, he doesn't get finished a lot. I-, I don't think he's gonna get caught in some kind of sub or something. So, uh, yeah, I do like that decision. Probably that's a good number. Uh, but Munoz is the play for sure. Yeah, I, I saw one of our uh, our Aussie listeners in the crowd. And, uh, Mark, I know you're a beer fan. So j- just so you're aware, I'm, I'm drinking a Walkerville Easy Stout right now, which is quite delicious. Um, piss. <laughs> you're always drinking piss. I mean, sure. you're still in your teens. You know, you're looking to buy your new, your first house. Uh, it, it's acceptable. You got to save money for these things before you can get to these levels. As far as this fight goes, I mean, you guys already said it. Uh, Pena can't wrestle. This dude got out wrestled by Steven Peterson. <laughs> that dude is the bantam, a bantam weight with like the greatest chin ever. Who's just like, yeah, sure. I can not cut weight and get the shit beat out of me by all these featherweights. That's, that's fine. Uh, Pena got out wrestled by him. Pena got out wrestled by Matt Frivola. Pena got out wrestled by Steve Garcia. Uh, <laughs> Pena gets out wrestled by just about everybody who isn't comma worthy. And even when he is able to out wrestle comma worthy, he gets subbed by Kamaworthy. So when grappling and top position is your best attribute and you can't do it because you're fighting guys that are better wrestlers with than you, I I don't like your chances. Uh, like Munoz isn't great on the feet, but he took so much shit in that hack for ass fight and, and he was able to not really get rocked or phased by any of it. Like he was still trying throughout that fight, even though he was getting his ass beat. And Pena, like, he can't really counter strike. He doesn't really throw a jab. He, like, he looks like he's a big long fighter, but he doesn't do any of the things. 
that big long fighters do. So I think Munoz get take, gets takedowns, wins the decision. Sean, that uh, plus two eighty five decision line is excellent. I got plus two fifty. Uh, I, I think the the round robin is forming up with maybe just decision props because you know that uh, Munoz decision plus two fifty, Gravely decision, Romanov decision. Maybe, maybe I'll have to find one other one to to sneak in there, but we'll see. Oh lord, uh, <laughs> it, it's going to be a lot of decision props in the uh, in the round robin this week. But I like Alexander Munoz. Um, you know, we didn't even talk about how he's like a wrestling coach or whatever at uh, a team alpha male or a team alpha person, whatever they're calling themselves these days. Um, but yeah, Munoz gets takedowns. I think he went, I think he wins a decision. So Alexander Munoz is the consensus bet of the week. Uh, plus 132 at dimes, uh, plus 129 at bet online. I think those are probably the the best two that are out there that are widely widely available. So that is what we are looking at, folks. Moving on up, and you know, I just mentioned uh, one of our our Aussie listeners and someone from that region who doesn't deserve to be on a UFC main card in any way, shape, or form is Jacob Malcolm. But hey. Whoever is writing Robert Whitaker's contracts and getting these dudes signed as the like Conor McGregor, Cathal Pendred add-ons, good for you, man. You're you're doing your job. You're getting paid on multiple angles on the same card. So, um, yeah. But he's uh, not not ready for this, and he's fighting. Um, and an angry, angry man who is probably going to knock him out in the first round. Wes? Yeah, Alessandra is going to knock this guy out um, probably in the first round. Um, I wish the KO number hadn't got uh, as juicy as it has. It's probably still worth it. Um, I know somebody else has got a, a way better line that I would have definitely played if I would have got it. Um I might still put a small bet on it, but uh, Alison KO for sure. Sean, yeah, Whitaker's quite the philanthropist, getting uh, this guy paid. For- hey, it, it, I was gonna say, is he's he's gone into the to the philanthropic uh, philanthropy business uh, too? He's gotten a couple of guys from yep. wherever the fuck. Uh, <laughs> That's the that's those socialists, I tell you, uh, <laughs> in, uh, New Zealand and in Australia. Um, yeah, I, that TKO line is is quite dumb. I mean, if you if you're gonna line Alessand as a minus two ninety favorite, in you it should be like the same, have, right? Yeah, like right TKO at same. minus one fifty five. Like Alessand has never won when the fight has got out of the first round. Um, I I think if he's smart. He he uses his way to win. Doesn't try to like pace himself. Just just go run through this guy. He has the capabilities. This guy is there to be hit. He should win in round one. I I wanted to be a little safer. Maybe maybe it, he gets his first round two finish uh, just in case. So I took him TKO at minus one thirty five for a unit. Uh, he, he should truck this guy. 
if if the Aussie can get outside of the first round, maybe maybe get scary. Maybe he can take down. Oh, stop! But I don't <laughs> think that's gonna happen. <laughs> Uh, the jiu-jitsu coach of Robert Whitaker versus Al Hassan is in in an MMA fight is seems seems pretty lopsided to me. Is he actually the jiu-jitsu coach, or is he just like a, a jiu-jitsu training partner? He's, he's one of those guys that's like he is an MMA fighter, but he <laughs> he's in the gym and he does jujitsu. <laughs> At the gym that Whitaker trains at, he, he co- coaches little kids jujitsu. I don't fucking know. He's gotcha. He's, he's one of the body bags for Robert Whitaker. Let's never forget yeah. forget those things. Yeah, he he also looked like he had been hit with a real punch for the first time in that Phil Hawes fight. Because he got hit and he was like, "Oh shit, I don't like this. Please get me out of here." Um, and honestly, like Hogs is a, a bit bigger than Al Hassan, but he's not as good a puncher. Um, so I think this is going to go just as poorly for Malcoon. He is going to get clipped early in this one. And I, I, I've never seen anything from him to show me that he can bounce back from that. Never seen any wrestling. Haven't actually seen what he looks like when he grapples somebody or tries to take down somebody that knows how to defend a takedown. And and even when Al Hassan gets tired, like he's not completely useless. He's still pretty decent at stopping guys from taking him down. He just doesn't have any volume. So if he doesn't get it done in round one, this is going to be very, very ugly. Uh, But I think he does. There's no reason to think that he doesn't. So. Took a little bit of plus 130 on uh, Al-Hassan round one, but not a big bet here because moving up in weight classes, getting older, not a great fighter to begin with. Uh, a lot of factors going into this one. Next up, heavyweight division, we have Chase Sherman, you know, dude who uh, lost in bare-knuckle boxing to Joey Beltran in 2019, taking on former... UFC heavyweight champion because you gotta you gotta say it every time he fights Andre Arlovsky um and honestly like Sherman's only a step or two down from the dudes that Arlovsky was fighting during his title run like Justin Eilers Paul Buentello Chase Sherman all those dudes kind of kind of fit together Sean, that was like, we got going that was like what, 21 years ago? That was Brad? like 16, 17 years ago. All right, let's all right. let's chill a little bit. Uh, I know. You you were still sorry, in diapers. I was like a baby. I'm I was a baby back then. I, I'm like ancient. <laughs> it's so fucked up. Dude, the, one of the best knockouts ever is still like the Arlovsky overhand right on uh, on Buentello, and then Buentello is just like a dead body on top mm. of him. <laughs> falling over uh good stuff uh yeah that was quite good but that was a long long time ago um was it arlovsky he he does this thing where he hypnotizes shitty fighters into having close fights i think chase german's gonna push a pace on arlovsky he's gonna force (laughs) things to happen it a lot of guys don't do that in arlovsky's fights uh i think chase sherman is shitty enough to do that he's gonna force it 
Um, Arlovsky is not good. That chin is not good. Chase Sherman is not that good. But Chase Sherman does throw a bunch of strikes. I think he's going to force uh, an action fight with Andre Arlovsky. He's coming in on late notice. I think uh, Chase Sherman is going to knock out Arlovsky. Uh, plus 250. Half a unit. I don't... It's it's something. It's it's barely a bet. It's something. I think it could happen. Arlovsky's time has has come. He he somehow does better against guys we think should trash him. So now he's down at the trash level, and we're gonna see how trashy he is. Do you honestly think there's any difference between short notice Arlovsky these days and full camp Arlovsky? Yeah, he probably's taken a little bit less damage. When it's on short notice. In sparring? Because <laughs> he's not actually training for a real fight. He's going to come in the exact same weight, look the exact same. It's it's incredible. Uh, Wes? Yeah, I think we see one of those fucking uh, Samoa Lossky fights. I, 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 just, I don't think Chase Sherman is even good enough to get 42-year-old Orlovsky out of there. Um, I, I mean, I guess the chin's bad, but is it like <laughs> a lot of the time it's not like, um, yeah, I just, I don't, I don't think much of Chase Sherman, man. Brad's right. Like the dude got beat by Joey fucking Beltron and bare knuckle. Like give me Arlovsky over Beltron any fucking day, man. Um, I, I think Arlovsky could, could get another one of those kind of shitty decisions. I think there's going to be some moments early to where Sherman's going to try to push a, a pace, maybe. But um, Arlovsky's really good, man. It, it, you know, well, not really good at this point, but he <laughs> he 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 moves, man. And, and uh, guys don't he doesn't doesn't seem to take as many of those uh, big blows, man. That you know, um, we'll we'll see, man. It's still Arlovsky. Um, I think this is just more of a, a fade of, of Sherman for me, and it's nothing big. Um, I just think our last week could get one of those shitty decisions here against a pretty shitty guy. Um, so I, I'm going to take a, a little bit of Arlovsky. Uh, I think he wins by decision here. Not, nothing big because, of course, Chase Sherman could catch him with something, and that chin does one of those things where it doesn't, doesn't hold up. Uh, I'm going to bank that it does, and Arlovsky gets a shitty decision. Um, personally, I think Sean's on the wrong prop line for Sherman if he's going to win. I think if Sherman wins, he wins a decision. He, he wins based on volume. Because in the last decade, the guys to knock out Arlovsky are Rosenstruck, um, the, the good black Jew. Um, you've got Haganu, the champ. Uh, Barnett subbed him, so didn't knock him out. Sherman's not subbing Orlovsky. Like, get out of here with that shit. Uh, Overeem and Stipe. Like, <laughs> Chase Sherman is not like those four dudes. Chase Sherman does right not right. does not have <laughs> a lot of power. Even when you go back before that, like, Sergei Karatonov, way better boxer, way more power than uh chase sherman even brett rogers way more power than chase sherman fedor 
Like all the dudes that have ever knocked out Andre Arlovsky are miles above Chase Sherman. I do not see Sherman getting a knocked out here. Um, maybe he can win a decision. Maybe maybe he can just volume Arlovsky up. But Sean also made the, the great point that Arlovsky hypnotizes these dudes into fighting his fight. He knows how to win rounds. He knows what the judges are looking for. And Chase Sherman sucks, man. He's, he's not good at MMA. People are like, oh, look at the way he came out and he was on steroids and he beat up this fat middleweight, Ike Villanueva. Man, that's so impressive. He's definitely going to be the heavyweight. Um, I, I just don't see it. I think that Arlovsky is like Sherman is so reckless coming forward that Arlovsky might actually knock him out because Chase Sherman does not have a good chin either. And he puts himself right in danger every time he comes in and, and throws a bunch of those forward winging combinations to, to try and land that volume. I could see Arlovsky getting his first knockout since like the dinosaurs roamed the earth because it, it's been a long ass time since he's done that. <laughs> so I, I like Arlovsky here and this price keeps creeping down. Um, this is a trap, Brad. It looks like a trap line. I don't know what, I don't know what that means. I just know it, that the way better fighter is basically even money to the way worse fighter. Even if the way better fighter is, 48 years old or whatever Arlovsky is. Is that a trap? Is it? Uh, yeah. It, it's, it seems too low. Like you would think Arlovsky, based on who he's fought and who Chase has <laughs> fought, that Arlovsky probably should be, you know, minus 150, minus 170, something like that. Seems like who's, who's the worst guy that Arlovsky has ever lost to? Hmm. Like maybe Brett Rogers, um, but more likely that was it's a long time ago. He, he lost to yeah. Tai Tuivasa. Tai to like his losing streak, um, where everyone's like, "Oh man, he's done for sure this time." Um, <laughs> you know, this decade he's done uh, was Tuivasa, Abdurahimov, Augusto Sakai. Uh, Those are pretty bad. You you know who else? Lost to uh, Abdurahimov in the first round. He got finished. <laughs> Who lost to Augusto Sakai in the third round? He got finished. Chase Sherman. <laughs> so he's he's on the same level, is what you're trying to say. They're both. Well, he's worse. <laughs> he's obviously worse. He's getting finished by these heavyweight schlubs that couldn't finish the broken down version of Andre Arlovsky. So, I mean, I, I got to think that Arlovsky can, can pull this one off. Um, it, it's probably going to be an ugly decision, but I'm praying that Arlovsky gets that knockout. Maybe that'll be the one, like the, the round robin that isn't a decision is uh, Arlovsky by KO. <laughs> Co-main event, lightweight division. We have... The Cologne man, Drakkar Noir Close, taking on Jeremy Stevens. Dana got him out of prison on the night of the fights for this one, baby. He's ready. He's he's, he's good to go. Tonight. The fights still happen. 
uh Wes what what do we got here this is actually like these dudes are coming off losses and all sorts of shit but it's a pretty decent fight yeah I, I think they're gonna they're gonna throw down um and in in a a fight that I think is gonna play out like that that's probably gonna be a firefight um I like Stevens um I I think he's the the bigger puncher um not that like, look, I, I do think his, like, power got kind of overrated over the past oh, yeah. few years. Like, people just thought he was some crazy power. He's, he, he doesn't have that necessarily. Um, but I think he's got the, the kind of power that can hurt a chin like, like closest here. Uh, I mean, we, we've seen him uh, been tagged up. And, um, yeah, I just think that in a fight that, that's going to be to be throwing, throwing bombs, man, um, I like Stevens in that kind of fight. Um, so yeah, I took a little bit of Stevens. I, I think he's probably going to get close out of there at some point. Um, like I said, we, we've seen, uh, we've seen close get hit and, and finished here lately. And I'm, I didn't go back and do any tape study, but I, I believe that, uh, our boy Giacos had him in some bad spots too in their fight. And that fight was, was fairly close. Um, I know closer than it should have been. Yeah, close ended up getting a fight because I bet him. Saying fight, close way too many times, I get yeah, confused. Yeah. Use a different word. Uh, but yeah, I, I I had him in that fight and was worried um, at, at different parts of that fight. So um, yeah, I, I like Stevens here. I think Stevens probably gets him out of there. I'm just gonna play him straight. So yeah, Stevens uh, back there. Sean, it's a stay away fight for me. Um, I could kind of see this going either way. Um, Stevens coming up in weight it's a bit puzzling i mean he's he's been doing this a long time i know the weight cuts are death for him so i guess this is the time when he gets older in his career um but he, he has been getting beat up pretty good in the last couple fights um against guys the that are not this good. Those, those guys are very very good that is the difference so he's, he's fighting fairly elite uh featherweights and and getting getting pieced up a bit uh i don't think close is that good but i mean close had had dare you sean skates for a bit like <laughs> close has some skills and and he is the much more natural uh lightweight um i think this should be a, a pretty fun stand-up fight Stevens does have pretty good power. We'll see how it translates back to 155. Um, close can be hit, as we've seen, but Stevens can be hit too. So uh, I think this will be a fun one. I'll pick Stevens, but uh, no play for me. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the last Stevens fight. Uh, well, I, I guess the answer is, is kind of obvious. The last Stevens fight where he was actually consistently winning the fight throughout. Um, and it was the the Melendez fight because <laughs> at that point Melendez was just a, a garbage can shell of himself. Was um, Emmett fight close before he killed him? I, I thought Emmett, Emmett dropped him in the first round, didn't he? Emmett was winning that fight, I think. And then he got murdered. <laughs> and, and then he got absolutely murdered, no question <laughs> about it. Um, but that's kind of the, the scary thing if you're backing Stevens for me in this fight is that, yeah, he's got that power. And, you know, he had a couple of, you know, the obviously the, the Pez dispenser knockout of, uh, of RDA back in the day is uh, a great highlight. 
but I think his power is kind of overblown at 155. Um, we kind of talked about that a lot. It, yeah, uh, you know, we we've talked about it before, and when he went down to 145, I think that made a big difference in what he was able to deliver and and the way guys felt it. I think coming back up to 155, he's probably going to be able to absorb damage a little bit better, but I'm not sure that he's going to have the same effect on his opponents. So Close is going to come forward. He's going to throw calf kicks and bullshit like that uh, that I hate and and get into the clinch and and probably try and stall Stevens out a little bit. Um, And I think he's going to be able to have success doing it. I don't think that Stevens is going to just be able to like bully him around physically. So I, I kind of lean towards close. I just think he's a better round winner in terms of, how these two guys play out. Uh, Steven still has the bigger potential to actually finish the fight, but I'm not sure I want to bank on that in this spot. So this line has moved around a whole bunch. It's basically even right now. I don't have a, a strong lean either way because obviously Close got smoked in his last fight after he uh, after he rocked Ariush. So maybe Stevens can do something similar because we've seen them get comebacks in the past. But I'm not going to bank on that with Stevens as the favorite. And like the the close decision line is only plus 200-ish, which isn't uh, a great line for me. So uh, I'm just kind of staying away from this one. I I hope it's fun. I hope it's much more of a Jeremy Stevens fight than a Drakkar close fight because those are much more entertaining. And finally, main event, middleweight division. We have... The patron, no, no, no. He's like the the junior monk of the uh, T-shirt in the pool division. Kelvin Gastelum, <laughs> Kelvin Fastelum, uh, still at middleweight for some reason, taking on a guy who moved up from welterweight to middleweight and actually put on muscle to make himself a middleweight, Robert Whitaker. Uh, this, is, this is a good fight. It, it was supposed to happen before, apparently. Whitaker had a hole in his stomach or one of those weird things that Aussies get because, um, you know, they're not as tough as us Northern Hemisphere folk. But, uh, yeah, it, it should be fun. Sean, get us started here. Yeah, I've been fading Whitaker since that Adesanya fight. It's obviously not been working out too well. Um, uh-huh. yep. So why would I stop now? Uh, I'm going to continue <laughs> losing money because I do think those wars that he did, that he took with Romero will add up one day. That absolutely vicious knockout, <laughs> knockout by Adesanya is, it's adding up. He, he's taken a lot of damage. Uh, the guys that he fought were, were not able to capitalize on that, obviously. Um, I've always thought Gaslam's good. I, I know a lot of people will say, you know, he, he, he went on that run knocking about uh, knocking out a bunch of old guys, which he did. Uh, he the did. one outlier there is he fought a very, very close fight with, with Adesanya. So, oh, I thought you were going to say he got subbed by Chris Weidman. That happened in there, too, <laughs> but we're not going to talk about that, Brad. Uh, so the, the question is, was that just his, like, was that his once 
his his one performance that he could pull out of his ass, uh, his his most elite performance against Adesanya, or or does he have that into him? I I, I think he kind of fights to his his competition recently. I thought he he really fucked up against Jack Hermanson fucking around on the ground with that guy when you have such an advantage everywhere else. I mean, shit can happen in MMA. Um, I think this is, is going to be a close fight. Um, Whitaker could, could shoot some takedowns. He, he doesn't really do it that often. Uh, Gaspum, like you said, is, is not a real middleweight. He, he does get taken down at times, but for the most part, he, he gets up decently. He doesn't really lay on his back too, too much unless you're a very elite grappler. Um, I think this is going to be a stand-up fight, and, and Gaslam's still a good stand-up fighter, and I, I still question that, that Whitaker chin after after all those wars. So uh, I think Gaslam kind of bypasses the line and, and might even get a rematch without Asanya if, if he's able to knock out Whitaker, which is crazy to think because he's lost two of his last three fights. Uh, but he could do it. So uh, I like I like Gaslam here. Uh, I got him at plus 225 for a unit and a half, and I got him by TKO at plus 610 for uh, a quarter of a unit. I think he can, can knock out Bobby Knuckles. I, I think that TKO line, if you're going Gaslam, is the way. And just to give you guys an update on Bellator, Phil Davis is so glossy uh, halfway through the second round that, that he looks oh, he, he looks like he's Tyron Woodley 30 seconds into a fight. Tyron Woodley, what he's got. <laughs> that guy jump out of a pool. He looks like he looks like uh, Woodley with his dick halfway. <laughs> 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 sweating on the way to the hospital after his... saying, man looks like you just got out of a bodybuilding competition he's literally <laughs> just sprayed shining. down with oil man he's shining it's like one of those Ooh. old ufc promos where like hey dude getting getting the spritzer and shower box man yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh Ooh. wes what do you got on the main event here it's Nipkoff's pretty good man like I'm talking about the UFC main event. Nemkov <laughs> is pretty good, but um, I, I don't you, have you got a, a minute or two to talk. I don't have <laughs> um, I don't have much to, to add. What what Sean said, I you know it's it's kind of all uh, spot on. Um, yeah, I think I think Gas's uh, losses, like the the Jermanson loss, it's just just him doing dumb shit. So not not. Focused in the fight, Sean made a good point that it, it seems like Gaslam fights down and up to his competition. Um, I'm, I'm hoping that that's the case here. He fights up to his competition against uh, Whitaker. Um, I, I agree on 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 Whitaker's like uh, his the the damage he's taking to man. It's it's gonna catch up eventually. Um, I think this is a really really close fight. Um, I could see either guy winning here. Uh, I'm more Playing a line, I think it's just kind of high, especially the TKO line. And um, I think Whitaker wins this fight more often than not. But if you're getting plus 600 on a Gasolum KO here, he could absolutely catch Whitaker and get him out of there at some point. Um, so I, I'm going to take a little of that. I'm playing uh, Gasolum straight as well. Um, would I be shocked if, if Whitaker uh, wins a decision here? Absolutely not. Um, but I just think it, it's really close. Um, so 
more of a line play. Uh, Going to pick Gaslam and Toutmaster. Um, but we'll see. It's a really close fight. I, I get where you guys are going with this. Um, uh, I can see it. Gaslam's are always been talented. He's always had heavy hands. Uh, he's knocked down a lot of guys, even when he's gone up to middleweight. But I, I just, I don't see it in this fight. I, I think that anytime he's come up against uh, somebody who can sort of match his speed, which I think Whitaker can, or a, a guy that can kind of play on the outside and dissuade him from uh, lunging in and throwing the, the combinations that he usually needs to throw distance, which I also think Whitaker can, that he really struggles. Um, you know, we saw that in, you know, going back to the, the Magni fight at welterweight, um, the, the Weidman one was different because, you know, he just got out-wrestled by a bigger dude in that one. But Adesanya Till uh, saw the same sort of thing. And I just think that Whitaker is going to have a way better command of the, the range in this fight. Uh, he's kind of the, the same thing where when there's a, a really long guy in front of him, he, he gets a little bit more hesitant. But you look at what he did against somebody like Kenye, who is, you know, kind of built the same as Gastelum, but like if all of Gastelum's fat was turned into muscle, um, that's that's Kenye. It's quite the transformation. Kenye <laughs> um, is insane. not the not the man that Gas is at this point, though. That was proven. He's just not that dude. I think that's fair. Um, I, I'm just talking more about like body types here and man, I, I just don't see Gastelum being able to, to close the distance and, and land the stuff that he needs to land on Whitaker. Um, and then he, obviously in his last fight, a little bit of a different scenario. He resorted to the wrestling against Heinish, which was, you know, kind of surprising to me, but uh, a great game plan from his perspective. So, and, and worked out for him. But if Yoel Romero can't, uh, can't out wrestle Robert Whitaker, Kelvin Gastelum's not going to be able to out wrestle Robert Whitaker. So I, I just think that Whitaker is going to control a lot of this fight. Uh, Gastelum might have his moments and if he wins, it is going to be a moment and it's probably going to be that plus uh, six ten line that Sean's got. But I have a struggle. I, I struggle to see it. I think that Whitaker's jab and his range is, is going to control this one. If it does turn into grappling, maybe Gastelum shoots takedown. Whitaker can easily scramble out. Uh, so I've got Whitaker taking a decision here. I think it should be a fun fight because Gastelum's usually in fun fights. I think Gastelum's incredibly durable, and that's his biggest advantage. And if he just wants to walk into the fire and see what happens probably his best shot here but i i don't see him doing that against a guy that has a, a good uh, a good sense of range and control like whitaker does and robert whitaker is very very good and there's a lot of people that you know think he's a, a super elite fighter i'm not sure he's quite that level uh, but I, I think he's very much approaching that level so I got Robert Whitaker taking a decision here. 
no real bet on this one. Maybe I'll, uh, instead to, to close out the round robin, maybe I'll go with that Arlovsky TKO prop. Uh, oh, we'll, we'll see. Uh, I'll, we'll see if that can close it out, get the, the old man knocking out uh, Chase Sherman. But that is going to do it for our UFC Vegas 24 breakdown. Do we want to hang around? Well, we've got uh, about two more rounds of this Davis Nemka fight happening. Well, I, I thought we were going to break down the, the biggest fight this weekend. Are we, are we not breaking down the, the Askren Jake Paul fight? That's <laughs> the biggest fight this weekend. Um, Sean, it's it's a boxing match. It's not right. Fight. We don't do boxing. Right. right I'll bad, I'll put bad. it out there. I have money on Jake Paul. I know. I think there's somebody on the show that disagrees with that, but you versus Lance, baby. Are we surprised I, that Lance has money on fucking Ben Askren? I, I think Brad. I think Brad is uh, likes Askren as as well in, in this spot. Is that right? Yeah, I think um, that's right. I'm not sure that I would go as far as saying I like Askren, um, <laughs> but uh, it it's tough. Like. Have you you guys have watched Jake Paul's boxing matches, right? Yeah, I've seen I've seen all of it. Yeah. yeah, you've seen him get tired beating the shit out of Nate Robinson, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You you've seen him get tired beating the shit out of the other YouTube guy mm-hmm. yeah, that yeah. Uh, has never boxed before, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if there's one thing we know for sure is going to happen in this fight, he is going to get tired, even if he's beating the shit out of Ben Askren. The difference between Ben Askren and those guys is that Ben Askren has taken a punch before. Like he, Jake, he, don't, he don't take them too well anymore. He don't <laughs> take them too well. Doesn't he though? No, like what? No. What did? What has he been hurt by? Well, he got I mean, knocked. He got knocked out by a Masvidal flying knee, which was absolutely massive. Yep. He got hurt by Robbie Lawler, yeah, dropped on his head. Yeah, I mean, but he but dropped he's been, on his head and then came back and, and stopped you know, him. Yeah, won, the, won the fight. I, I'm, I'm just yeah. He's he's taken a lot of blows to the head, a lot of them. Um, uh huh. And more have 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 you have have we seen Ben Askren not throw a punch for the past decade? You know, I don't, like, even, I don't even think he's gonna have to throw a real punch to win this fight. He's just gonna make it dirty. Like he's at some point, he's, he he is. I don't think he's gonna have any respect. Well, I mean, for the Paul's the ref, power. the ref is probably gonna have like. 30, 40 uh, clinch separations around. Like, oh, yeah, like, absolutely. It's going to be, come on, break it up. Come on, break it up. Mm-hmm. Um, I just... I, I was talking about that with uh, with our boy Rob uh, from Montreal, the, the spicy Hungarian, mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah. saying that, honestly, the way this fight plays out probably depends a ton on the ref. If he yeah. lets them work inside then Askren is going to toss this dude around. Like, it, it doesn't have to be full-on wrestling and takedowns, but he's going to push the dude into around. corners. Yeah. He's going to uh, land punches he, to the body, even if they're shitty Ben Askren punches. Paul's like, already going to be tired. 
but he can't grab the guy and move him around like he would. He like have to grab him, though. But he, he, he just kinda, pushed forward. He kinda, do you think this do you dude think isn't small? Do you think Jake Paul like, has the footwork to be able to like cut angles so and low. avoid Aspirin I, literally it. just walking forward but and pushing him into a corner? That's the thing. It, the, the, the dude is legitimately training for the past year with some of the best trainers on the planet. Like he's in some of the best boxing gyms around some of the best fighters on the planet. That's got to that's going to mean something like, uh, yes, I do think his footwork is going to pay off. I do think he throws a better punch than Ben Askren at this point. Uh, I mean, dude, I, I don't disagree. He definitely the dude throws hits, a better punch than best. He ben hits hard. He legitimately he? hits hard. Yeah. Does he? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, every boxer that sparred with him says the kid hits fucking hard. So, I mean, there's also, been MMA fighters that have sparred with him and be like, yeah, I bullied the shit out of that kid. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, this has been in the past year. He hasn't trained with no. He's been in boxing gyms for the past year. He's been training with Freddie Roach and all kinds of motherfuckers, like legitimate guys. I've been going back and forth on this one. I, I think, regardless, like, how this ends up going, I think people are going to be like, obviously it went this way. Either either yeah, yeah, Paul totally. knocks him out early and everybody's like, yeah, Ben Askren can't fucking strike and this guy has some power. Or Ben Askren is just going to muscle this dude around, tire him out and, and beat him up. And everybody's going to be like, yeah, that's what happens when a, a pro fighter, regardless if he's See, a think, wrestler. I think I it's like think either way. Like, I don't, It's going to be one way or the other. I'll probably just sprinkle a bit on the dog. <laughs> I don't think Askren can can do that though. That's that's my whole point. Even if this goes long, I don't think it's Askren literally bullying this like, kid that's that's bigger and stronger than him. Yes, Askren. He's not stronger. He he's bigger. I'll give him that. He is he didn't not look that good on the on the weigh-ins. He, I he just, is not stronger than Ben Askren. I think he's stronger in a boxing in in the the confines of the rules of this. I think he's stronger. I don't know, man. Like, I think, I think we're standing some dirty up, like fucking pushing around, like yeah, it's gonna I be hope sloppy. So. This is going to be this it, it is going to be like, like barstool fucking sports boxing, no, in my opinion. See, they, and I don't. They're going to have that, a. They're going to have an actual ref there, and there's going to be. I, a I know lot they'll have a ref. Break it, break it up, break it up, mm-hmm. break it up, break it up. It's but there's a lot be, of shit that you can do in between those. Yeah, in between up. them, <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll see. It, um, I think it's fun. I, I I love it. I can't wait to watch this shit. I think the best scenario is that. Askren does some wrestling shit and gets himself disqualified, and they do a rematch as MMA. Yeah, but see, never they, happen, Brad. they came it out and said, "Yeah, it's in his contract, and he's making a lot of money. If he take, if he does anything like that, he loses it all. It's, <laughs> it's done. Uh, and he's he's probably making more money in this fight than he's ever made. It's making five hundred grand. Yeah, and his it's entire life is five hundred grand, and then they're gonna sell an absolute shit ton of. They will sell and over. He's a, gonna get a bunch of money. They'll from sell the over a million. They'll sell over a million pay per views. These the there's something about these fucking kids with these YouTube guys, man. I don't I don't understand. Got a it. following, man. I mean, got they've got their their parents' credit cards hooked up to their YouTube accounts, so they just click and and it happens. They they don't feel the consequences. I mean, <laughs> I I watch like some. Um, some dudes that that play video games for um just strategy stuff and some of these guys got like four million fucking uh youtube subscribers and twitch subscribers. <laughs> they're literally making 10 15 million dollars a year to to play video games on youtube it is I absolutely challenge, insane 
challenge any one of those fuckers. Mario Kart. I'm Mario Kart, baby. <laughs> gonna get smoked. That's the real smoke. test. That's the yeah. real test of a gamer. I'll beat that. Oh, you ass. got a you got a seven KD and three thousand wins in Warzone. I don't give a fuck. Meet me on these Mario Kart streets, motherfucker. Catch these tracks, baby. <laughs> oh fuck. Oh man. Um, oh. But yeah, it's it's gonna be uh it, it it's gonna be interesting. I'm Honestly, looking forward if, to it. I'm looking forward to it. If Jake Paul wins, it's Jake Paul fighting, right? Not Logan. Yeah, it's Jake. I, yeah, I, yeah. I feel a difference between the two fuckers. Who cares? Who cares? Um, this one's better. He, this one's been way better fighter. It's honestly just like more of a payday for more washed up MMA fighters in the future. So Frank Mayer is fighting Steve Cunningham on this card and is it is getting a hell of a payday to do it. He's probably yeah. gonna get a brain smashed in. He's gonna get Smacked. They, uh, they, Cunningham's minus twenty five hundred. They they <laughs> opened yes. him like yeah they opened him like minus six hundred or something. Yeah. He's like minus twenty five hundred now. Yep. So so I mean your your options are you can either be smart like Andre Arlovsky and get paid three hundred thousand dollars <laughs> to fight Chase Sherman <laughs> and Augusto Sakai and yeah. all the other fuckers guys that he's fought um or you could be frank mir and get paid 185 would you say he's he's making yeah something like that yeah we i think he's seeing andre arlovsky fighting on one of these fucking thriller cards pretty soon because if he loses to chase sherman the ufc probably does not they've been cutting some old guys that make a lot of money recently oh, so absolutely uh, he might be in for a boxing payday after he gets fucking knocked out <laughs> by chase sherman I think if you rank like the the top grossing fighters just by their uh, their contracted amounts in MMA history, Andre Arlovsky is probably top five in that just list. Just longevity. Longevity. Yeah, he, when he's he always got good. He was getting like a couple million for some of those yep. fights, um, and then he's been making like three hundred k for a fight in the uh, UFC for the last like. 10 years the like, dude's man. always made six figures yeah upwards of two three hundred thousand dollars a fight which there's not a lot of guys getting that so now that we've gotten to uh to this point in the bellator fight honestly i don't know who's winning i haven't really been paying attention it's, it's probably nemkov yeah. um but I've got an over four and a half here in like a weird chalky Bellator parlay. Uh, I think I need Cunningham to beat Mir, uh, Regis yeah. Progress to to minus win his fight. Yeah. Uh, he's like a minus five thousand. Uh, and then I got the over three and a half in Paul and Askren. That's that's gonna be the money, baby. If we get over three and a half, we're good to go. Uh, chalk it up, baby. That's right. Yeah, I mean, this this is a Phil Davis fight. It's it's uh, usually close. Nothing too crazy is happening. Every, it's, everybody it's, I've seen. Every, everybody I see on the timeline gave them off the first three pretty easy. Yeah. He looked real good. Like, he hurt Phil in the second. Like, most were saying it's about as bad as Phil's ever been hurt in a fight, like, ever. Because he, he never. He does, just, I don't know <laughs> if he's ever been dropped. Like, Phil Davis. That was, like, the first just, time. Yeah, durable. Yeah. Never gets hit cleanly too much, and Nemkov's bleeding though. 
and complaining about like, fake nut shots. With a, so. It was in the first round, I think, he, he hit an overhand right and, and Look at that. split him open. Looks like Those, he's losing. Um, I hope they give Davis the decision. I Fuck you, Brad. Fuck that. <laughs> I need them coffee. Lance doesn't need get, money. I need money. I got you're gonna get your, last week. I got a kid on the way. You got your over money, you prick. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to you, bastard. I'm going to buy you one of the presents on the list. No, oh, yeah. don't don't give me that. Just let me hit my money. Yeah. <laughs> that. Do that anyway, but yeah. also. <laughs> yeah. Um, by my clock, I know, uh, Wes, by your clock, you got like three something left on the fight probably, right? Uh, 2.35. Oh, there you go. You're not that far behind. Yeah. So we got like two minutes left in this Bellator fight. We'll uh, we'll hang tight with you folks. They like uh, all seven of you that uh, that might be watching us still. But what, yeah, how, how juiced was that four and a half, Red? I it wasn't. Really? It was like minus one twenty five or something like that. Wow. Yeah, um, that's a bit surprising, considering Phil Davis's durability. That was a good bet. <laughs> Uh, over four and a half, like right now it's at, when I pull it up on uh, Best Fight Odds, it's minus 147 at times. Nemkov was down to like minus 165. Yeah, he got, Davis got like steamed that. late. Yeah. Nemkov's is kind of losing uh, losing a bit of gas at the end of this fight. Yeah, it's uh, interesting. Like if Davis had have made it a grappling match from the start, I think he probably would have had a much better chance than oh, yeah. most of the time when I looked up, it was just <laughs> striking you know, from I, distance, striking from distance. So. Phil Davis's bread and butter. <laughs> that's, that's the forte right there, baby. All that Penn state wrestling. <laughs> um, speaking oh. of Penn state, I know nobody cares, but uh, Mac O'Keefe, Penn state attackman set the NCAA record for goals in a career tonight on big 10 network do do lacrosse players ever leave school early or is it like always fucking four years or five years whatever it it is yeah it's always never really like once not really something to to leave for you know yeah the scholarship money (laughs) is worth more than what they get paid as a pro although hopefully hopefully the uh the premier lacrosse league is going to change that but we'll see but yeah, they they all go. Like, if anything, it's more likely for a lacrosse player to go back for a grad year than <laughs> nice. to, to go pro. Because <laughs> they actually get real sense. jobs when they come out of college. Yeah. That's going to do her. That's that's yeah. the fight. I uh, we'll, we'll see what the judges, uh, if they're going to... It's probably... To, to screw me and Wes, we'll see. Nah, about it's, that. it's looking 3-2 or 4-1. From most of what I'm saying, yeah, yeah I, I wasn't watching it close enough to to have an opinion. Um, I'm glad that even though Bellator hates Canada, uh, not Bellator, Scott, even though Scott Coker hates Canada, yeah. uh, they decided to put this stuff on YouTube for us. Yeah, it's so that's sweet. I don't have to find a shitty stream. <laughs> oh, was that just the highlight of Davis getting rocked? Yeah, uh, he, he just sort of like tripped over his he own. He tripped. Feet. Yeah, he tripped. That Is was that what it I was? was yeah, one. I think that was a different one. I don't know if that. Yeah, was what? The same one. Somebody I, I read up some kind of uppercut. I I don't think they so. They both smoked each other with hooks. 
Um, Man, yeah, I mean, should, how long do we have to wait for for Rumble and and it's uh, coming up? Yoel, Yolo. It's it's not too far. In they the fucking future. delayed. I don't know. Did they ever say why they delayed it? Did somebody get COVID or? Uh, that's May seventh. So three weeks. There you go. Man, that's that's same week up. as Diego Sanchez, Donald Cerrone. <laughs> banger. That's still absolute good, banger. Man. Like I'm still looking forward to Rumble and Yellow. I don't. That's gonna don't be a care. wild fight. Oh yeah. yeah, absolutely. Rumble hasn't fought in like so long. He's got Yellow. a lot of rage built up. He's been to a lot of yoga studios. Yeah, there, there's been a lot of people. <laughs> He's ready life. to unleash that fury. <laughs> How dare you get on my chest press machine, bitch? <laughs> Go do some yoga. <laughs> All right, Wes, do you want us to uh, spoil this decision for you? Yeah. You don't want to wait. We're, we're going to get this decision, oh, and then we're going to sign off for the night because we just went over two hours. Oh, my goodness. My boy, my boy Rob Tatum's got a 50-45. Most people I see is 3-2 Nick Hall, but he's usually got pretty good scores, too. Damn, he's got a 50-45. What? 48-47. Unanimous. Nemkov. Oh, we'll, take we'll take it. We'll take it. Lance loses money on a wrestler. It's 2021. Something hey, never he, changed. He just, his problem is he bets all the wrong wrestlers now. He hates the wrestlers that win. And he yeah, bets. he hates <laughs> Russian wrestlers yeah. and non-all-American wrestlers who are actually good these days. Yep. Yep. That's oh. right. Over, baby. Just that another Nemkov, just another boring Russian. That's, that's what it is. Wes, Matt wants a, a post-fight uh, stream after the after-fight. Ooh, uh, I'll, I'll wine in Wesley that's a hard on ask. Saturday night. Yeah, that's that's rough. That's a tough ask. Yeah, we'll rough. we'll see. We'll we'll yeah. see, Matt. Yeah, uh, but I think that's going to do it for us this week. I know we dragged this shit out a little bit longer <laughs> to uh, to coincide with the end of the Bellator card. Um, honestly, not the uh, the greatest main event over in Bellator. Surprise. Wasn't terrible, but uh, yeah, that's uh, that's what you get with Bellator. The Paul Daly fight that was that was pretty awesome. Uh, Boy, Anderson that, fight was was fun too. That a bad yeah, fight. yeah, he beat the shit out of that boring Russian. <laughs> that's what I like to see. So we like to see, you know. yeah, oh, you know. Better dead than red or something, right? Bro? <laughs> yeah, something. <God. laughs> yeah. Stop stop hating the Jesus here. Um yeah. actually I I had an old car in the driveway. Uh I emptied it out. I took it over to the wreckers earlier today. And what do you know? There is just a dolly sitting in the back of the car. <laughs> so I'm just gonna have to somewhere in the world, Rose Namunas shipped. Oh she 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 shivered. <laughs> Yeah. That? <laughs> I I think I might have to bring that on as a prop in a couple of weeks when uh when she's gonna get the shit beat out of her by uh by Whaley. Yeah. Wait, is that a couple of weeks? Is that next week? That's that's next, next week, week, sir. You better get your God shit damn. in order. <laughs> yeah. I might I might just lay the juice there. 
Ooh, I'm just yes. gonna bring my dolly and and lay the you're juice. Put a bead on her. I think so. I think so. We'll see. But until then, have a good time. Enjoy the UFC. Enjoy whatever the hell there's. Was LFA tonight too? I'm probably gonna go watch yep. that now. It was. Um, yeah. But we'll be back for you next week. UFC 260 something or other. 261. Uh, terrible main event. Somehow, the women's title fights are the best fights on that card. Lance will disagree with you. I don't think so. I mean, he'll he'll say that it's Weidman Hall, but <laughs> <laughs> does that really Absolutely count? Will. No, dude. Uh, so just like I I just scrolled down on best fight odds. Uh, Brendan Allen minus one thirty against Carl, Carl Roberson. That's that's the play next week. We're gonna we're gonna make Lance rank the the title fights on uh, next Saturday. I like it. We'll I like it. So uh, you guys tune back in for that. Name to watch: Roland Dunlap. Crazy story. Uh, I'll I will have to check that out. Is that? Uh, I'll Google it. I'll figure it out. I'm I'm a young, internet savvy gentleman. Millennial. I'm sure that uh, I'm an early millennial. I'll I'll figure it out. But enjoy the fights this weekend, folks. We will uh, we'll see you next week for UFC 261.